This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker! Alright, boys, we're rolling. We're back, back from the dead. Another episode. Another ep. The day before this is hardcore. This is Thursday, the 25th of July. Yes, indeed. And uh, Joe has a bad sunburn. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Head is I just shining. cannot keep sunblock on my face. I sweat too hard. You gotta wear a baseball hat. And uh, I think I need one of them big. Uh, so like a like old African explorer hats, or a pith helmet. Doctor, how about those those uh, rice paddy people hats? Yeah, that like covers. Ooh, if I could get a China hat or Vietnam hat, yeah, it'll do some shade for I would you. Wear that I bet work. Chris's dad got some in the closet. Yeah, you got some somewhere. Chris's some dad was a Vietnam gunner. Pilot. Blood stains on him. Wow, that's crazy. Imagine being a, gu- a helicopter gunner pilot. I'm the sure you. Well, I'm not saying you've gunner, sat gunner, and talked with him about it. I have too. Like he's got some stories, man. That's a that's an intense, Jeez. intense fucking job, man. That'd be like playing a yeah, video game. crazy stuff, man. Imagine seeing poor little Anthony running and be like, "Yo, man, wrong time for you, little Sonny." Damn, I can't imagine that. <laughs> I cannot imagine Listen, that. If he's one of the enemies, one of the enemy. You got one of them hats on. I'm shooting. But what's up with those hats, though? It's made out of straw? It's like a straw hat. I think so, yeah. With a little chin strap. A little thing down the, ha- the chin. Yo, I would think about totally that. wear that at work. Yeah. I would absolutely I, wear I that I feel like it work. would always come off with movement. Like, they're just kind of, like, sitting. So it's almost like an umbrella sitting on their head. And a lot of times it's in the back, too. Like, they let, they flip it to the back. But how are you going to wear that when you're, like, screwing sheetrock and picking? You know, it's going to come off your hey, head. you got to tie it tight, I guess. Now, check it I out. All around the world. Beard. There's different kind of hats, right? You ever see like, like how about those Russian hats with the, the fur? Big furry oh, the fur hat, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Kinda, that's kind of a cool hat. And but how in America we had that cowboy hat? Cowboy hat. That's probably baseball the, hat. Baseball hat is cool. Cowboy hat is probably the dumbest hat ever made. Especially when guys that work in office buildings wear, wear them. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, that's right? Impractical. Wow. It's a mix is of there things. an office it's a mix hat? Of is things. there like an acceptable office wear? Only that. Hat? That's the only one. Because the rule is like if you're you go, supposed to take your hat off when you're indoors. That's unless like the, you're like a Texas CEO. The etiquette rule, yeah. Then he wears his hat. Like, it's, you know, like, where'd you grow up on? In a farm? But yeah, that's probably the only acceptable hat in like the business world that somebody could wear. But imagine you're doing a business with that guy. Like, you can't take him serious. You're, you're in a Halloween costume doing business with me. What other hats are there, though? Baseball you know what hats sick. I like in the in like uh, Peru, Bolivia, the hats that the, the the women wear down there. It's like the old school bowlers. Oh yeah, right, right. But I for know some reason, talking about. that's the hat of of like these like a indigenous mountain. Oh yeah, mountain yeah. People of uh, Bolivia. Like, where did they get those hats? I don't know, but like, some, like they saw it somewhere, and like, people, were, yeah, they must have a, a plane full of hats because they have like their traditional garb, and then this like. What do you call it? A bowler? It's a bowler. I think that's what it's called. A bowler. I, I would say like an 1800 English person hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like after the top hat, there was this hat. You know who else used to wear them? Old pictures of American Indians. A lot of them used to wear yeah. those hats. 
Yeah, that was a that was a cool hat. They probably back then. found them like somewhere. Like, oh, now they had hats. They had those headdress. The headdress. Yeah. That's a fucking hat. That's an American hat, right that there. That would be the coolest hat ever. Yeah, eagle like feathers. A, a headdress. Truly, not even a hat. Back man. when you were like, allowed to kill eagles, a dress for your head in a freer time. Ah, oh, simpler time, Chris. Chris, a dress for your head. <laughs> Incredible. That's crazy. Yeah, you ever it see? is. And and I think like the the more uh, I don't know if it was the kills or like the, the like the more like big time you were as a chief, the bigger your your headdress is. Mm. So like the old like real respected chiefs would have eagle feathers going all the way down to their mm. feet. But Just you a know, string of eagle feathers. You know what else? Cool, like like Viking hats. Ooh, that's a great hat. Like, horns. Oh yeah, yeah, horns and stuff. Or the old Roman hats, that red mohawk thing. Oh, that's a great that's helmet. That's a cool hat. Yeah, good helmet. Is that a helmet or That's hat? more of like a protective helmet. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that definitely. So you wouldn't wear that hanging out in Rome? I don't think like so. One night. Like, one, what if they go drunk? They're out drunk, and it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like a Marine, he puts oh, wait, his hat no. on he's at the Didn't bar. They, who, who used to drink out of the helmet? Is that the Vikings? They would pour, pour shit into the helmet? It's just like barbarian-type dudes, right? I'm sure. I'm sure they all did it, you know, when they needed to. But I think it, I think that is Vikings, they say. Now, who are the dudes that wore, like, the bears and the wolves? Like right over the head. It's Remember? Celtic, right? Didn't Celtic, the Celtic dudes did it, wolves? and I think some of the Roman standard bearers wore like the wolf, like a wolf pelt, really over the helmet. Yeah, when they would they would hold it. I'm almost sure. I think there's st- statues from uh, the Trajan's Column that depict that, like standard bearers wearing the wolf the wolf pelt over. I never heard that. A cool hat is the German hats with the spikes on them. Very World War One helmet. One hats. They had with the Iron Cross. Yeah, they had like some serious uniform. The World War Two Nazis had dope uniforms. Great. The uniforms. World War One Germans were kind of a little fem, I thought. You know what I mean? But the World War Two Nazis, wow, they had like wasn't there uh you, stylist? Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss. Yeah, Hugo yeah. Boss. That's crazy. I don't think he was a stylist. I, I think he was like working for the company who was making their shit. I don't think it was. Imagine like, like Hitler standing on know. a box and they're measuring his legs and. <laughs> Oh, what a little fruit. I'd be like, oh, that is Hitler. Oh, that's Shave funny. that mustache. You know, who he else? ruined that mustache forever. forever. I know. And the name Adolf. <laughs> yeah, you're out with that, man. I know I know. Uh, a dog that was named Adolf. Adolf the dog? Yeah. He didn't name himself, though. What other hats are there? Great, great hats of history. Great hats of history. <laughs> Let's think here. I like the, uh, like the Lord Nelson hat. You know, like the... English admiral hat that comes up like the Captain Crunch hat, the big one. Oh yeah, that's one. crazy. Oh yeah, the tri. What's that called? A tri. Tri. Yeah, porn? it's ridiculous. Tri corn and tri porn. And yo, and the the pirate hat. Yeah, pirate hat's great. Similar, yeah. it's a variation. Yeah. You know what's a good hat? A practical hat is. I think it might be Canadian. It's like a, a has the ear flaps that go down. It's oh like yeah, a winter yeah. hat, yeah. and then the ears you can put them up. That's kind of like the Russian thing. Or I was flap it down, of, yeah. Which also reminds me of the Sherlock Holmes hat. How about that hat? Yeah, Chris? that's a good hat. The Sherlock Holmes hat is good. There's a lot you, of good Victorian hats. You know what might be the most popular hat ever? What a Yankee hat. Oh, without a doubt. Right? Isn't yeah, that crazy Yankee hat is everywhere. Have you been in a country yet where you didn't see somebody wearing a Yankee hat? It's everywhere. That's who crazy. made them? Who made it popular? Fred Durst or Jay-Z? Jay-Z takes credit, but I think it was just always kind of popular. Fred Durst blew their head up. The red ones? He always wears the red Yeah, one. now yeah. red hats are just, you might as well throw them in the garbage now. Yeah. I have a red hat that I wear that's, you know, I, I see everybody looking to see what it says. 
they're gonna think it says "Make America Great." You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a sports hat, but yeah. it's like now everybody's double looking because of that goofball. Yo, he basically—that's a very popular hat now. It's real popular. It is. Great. But have you seen people wearing it yeah. in public? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have seen people in public. Yeah, I haven't seen one yet. There's a dude who who walks around Stroudsburg every morning, like an old guy. He wears a <laughs> Trump T-shirt and Trump shorts. How can and you a, be and a like Make that? America Great? And he walks like power walking. You know? How could a man? Be so supportive of like a politician to the point where they wear their garb like it's a concert T-shirt. Like he a walks Black every Sabbath day. Shirt. He do. walks every day and he wears this this billboard every day. Like I never like how how much do you have to love someone to wear their shit when they're a politician? Like that's so weird to me. I, I wouldn't like who do I like? I don't know. I have no idea. I would never support someone to that level who's a public servant. Who doesn't need that? You know what I mean? Like, you don't support them Yo, like that. There's tons of people running around with that stuff. Like, you you support these guys, you vote for them, and then you question them, and then you demand they do what you want. They're public servants, but you don't become fans of them. Yeah, and where if, right. if you're a fan, you this can't. Day and age you, do. you can't hold their feet to the fire. That's what you're supposed to do to politicians: is hold their feet to the fire. And if you're just rooting for them, and you're just like a fan of them, then. You're not going to hold them accountable when they fuck up, and you're fans. not going to not fans is right. That's what it is. What kind of people go to these rallies dressed in like you're going to like ACDC and you got your favorite ACDC shirt on and an ACDC hat, and you're trying to get in the front row seats? That's what people are treating this Dude, guy like. That's a boring, incredible, boring person right there. And you just he just, <laughs> just yo, he goes up there person. and he's just like winging it and he's saying stuff and they're repeating it and they're chanting and he feels like so like his his inflated ego is getting bigger and bigger. He must feel like God, right? Yeah, he he loves it. like a God. I saw Jimmy Carter one time and I saw him by accident. I was walking to Port Authority. Is he real tiny? Very small. I always figured he was real small. Real little. But there was people, there was a crowd of people mm-hmm. that I had to walk through and I walked I just didn't know what direction. I walked right to the barrier of this this spot where Jimmy Carter was coming out of a building. And he came out and I was like, I'm like, who is that? And I like his face looks so familiar. I'm like, is that Mr. Rogers? No, Mr. Rogers is dead. Oh shit. I'm like, who <laughs> like I was trying to remember who he is. And then somebody like I just heard people saying his name next to me. Um, holy shit that's the yeah. former president of united States. but there was people there to see him like there was people yeah. like yo there's only to, there to see him there's only a couple living presidents yeah so if you see one you're you're in a small yeah, that's, deal. that's probably the only time i will ever have seen a president in real life yo he's got to be on his way out he's really old he's in his 90s i but think he's in right? really good shape. 90. He's in. I mean, well, whatever. I don't. I don't know what shape he's in now. He's this still, was a, he's this still, still building houses. Ago. Yeah, yeah. This guy builds still houses. Swinging a hammer. Yeah. Um, I saw Donald Trump too. I saw him before at uh at Trump he's Tower big. when I was working there. Yeah, he's a tall dude. He's real weird looking. I saw his he's daughter big. too. What's the daughter, Ivanka? The hot one or the ugly one? The hot one. He don't even acknowledge the ugly one. Yeah, that's not crazy, many. Right? I hate when you know people say her name and then. Like on talk show, as soon as they mention her name, yeah. everybody starts laughing. Why? I don't know. She's like a yeah, she's like terrible because everybody knows that she's kind of like the outcast. Like nobody. Oh, you know, the other one. The yeah, the 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 one who's not hot. Yeah, you know, unfortunately for her. I wonder if she likes her dad. I got the vibe she didn't just by body language yeah. during the couple times they worked together, and she's daughter 
to the the wife he doesn't well one of his wives he cheated on that he hates right i think so like the one that was going to sue him for rape one really? of the, yeah one was going to sue him for rape i think that's and it was donald and ivanka's i think it's that one that wife who i think it's ivanka the, it, the mother oh, really? the, i think was going to do it good he was i don't think they talked to him for a while because he was I thought ivanka was the mom. daughter I think it's the a hot one. And the, yeah, that's. I, but I think he's named after the mom. Her, her oh, mother. Really? I think he was pretty crappy to, towards their mother. He's crappy to every one of them. But one of them was going to sue him for like rape and like domestic abuse. And all yeah, stuff. I'm not exactly sure. He has a saga with him, you know? Yo, his sons are goofballs. Right? Yeah. What nerds. Like, imagine being in a class with them. How could you not put a spitball in their ear? Like, <laughs> oh if they're in your class. They got the big teeth and the fucking hair. Come on. <laughs> right, what, what, how are we talking about? We were oh. talking about hats. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about hats. <clears throat> I find this as a meaningless hat. It's like in <clears throat> the Israel area, like in the Middle East. It's like a the hat, yarmulke? but it doesn't cover your face. Oh, like the brimless, uh, the one that's flat on the top. Mm-hmm. It's just like a round cap that goes on your head, like the... the uh, like the Shriers? Or like yeah, a, the Shriners like a fez. wear. Like a, a, fez. a fez. That's the one. Fez. Like yeah, a that's fez. A, that's a weird hat. Why are hats so important to religious people? I think they're, I don't, I think they're important to humans, not just religious But like people. in all religious doctrines, they mention covering of the head. Every yeah. one. Every major one, right? Yeah, I don't know why, but you're, if, you're, if you're speaking about God... Or to God, you're supposed to have something over your head. And a lot what kind of, of dumb shit is that? <laughs> know, Who believes any of this shit at this point, right? Oh my! A lot God. of people. <laughs> a, lot a lot of people. people. Well, Jehovah's Witnesses definitely Everybody believe that. Everybody, most people. Jehovah's Witnesses won't allow a woman to speak well, without I agree having with her that. head covered. I agree with and that. And I think maybe really, uh, more, I think Mormons wow. are on that page too. Wait a minute. Oh, if they cover the head, they can speak. They can speak. Well, that yes. they should. They just shouldn't let them speak at all. I think personally. Cover their mouth. Cover their friggin' mouths. <laughs> no, listen. Mother Earth. That's what, terrible. What That's terrible. Chris, That's... I can't believe you laughed at that. That's it terrible. is terrible. Yeah, you're supposed to say, oh, man. You ever hear, hear a playback and everything I says, he says, oh, man. Now, why are you so terrible. against such a hate? It's terrible, man. It's so terrible. many people are mailing this here. Why is Chris openly against you He's like old that? Manning. Old uh, Manning again. Old Manning again. I'm trying to like you know tell people things, and he's old man this, old man that. I think Chris is a little... Uh, He's a nervous wreck. Nervous. Yeah. But, um, yeah, hats. I don't know. Like, I never really thought about it. But, yeah, I do like a baseball hat. I got a baseball hat. I got a body, body count hat. You like that? That's a really cool hat. Blood I love it. body count. Thank you, Ice-T. Appreciate that. What else we got going on? Oh, I got some questions people sent in. Should we do that now or later? Yeah, let's do it now. <sighs> you have any old ones? Or? I got one from uh, our old pal... Thomas Cop from Chicago. What you start? Tam Cap. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. He says, uh, "I'm not going to read all of it." This is old. No, no, this just came in. Just recently came in. He wants to know uh, what podcast got us into podcasts. Hmm. Um. You know what? We've been doing this for a long time. It's been a minute. Let me yeah, go back man. and see when this I first is a, podcast. I think we just put up 88, right? The, the last, we we uh, haven't done a ton, but we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Like, uh, 
a lot longer than some other people. Like we are OGs of this. I think we were actually the second known podcast in the history of mankind. According to podcast quarterly. Yes. Let me see. Let me go back to episode one, see if there's a date on it. Oh shit. It only I, goes back. I want to say like oh, three years one. ago. Three or four years ago. Yeah, I think so. About September fourth, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, four yeah, years ago. Almost four years ago. Damn. September fourth, two thousand wait a minute though. Then there's another one released. Oh, these all say September fourth, two thousand fifteen. See. Say what? One says what? September fourth, two thousand fifteen. Two says it. Three says it. Four says it. Maybe you uploaded five them says it. On, on the same date. When uh, I think when we pulled the feed in, it did. It doesn't. It didn't. So maybe that's the date that the, the they, they came back. Yeah. So we got. So it might be older than earlier that. than that, son. I kind of feel like it was winter. The first one was, uh, was Stickman. Stick I, yeah. I feel like it was in the winter, but maybe I'm wrong. And the second one was Outtakes and Arguments. The third one was Craig Zatari. Fourth, Vinny Stigma. We kind of stopped with the with the interviews. Because we used to do that at a cool you know, we just neutral find, spot. We you just know? find everyone so boring. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> like indeed. We're really smart and entertaining, but everybody else is boring. Now, so now, now pod- we don't know. Podcasts that got me into podcasts, the First one I, that I was just like always listening to was Joe Rogan. Yeah, that was definitely the first one that I was like, I, I was excited to listen to. Um, I listened to quite a few podcasts. I loved the uh, after Joe Rogan, I got into Dan Carlin Hardcore History because he was on Joe Rogan, mm. and then uh. I started listening to his. That's a great podcast too. The Hardcore History. He's got a, a if you're common interested, sense is cool if too. If you inter- have an interest in the topic, if you like history, yeah, I tried listening to some stuff that I wasn't interested in to begin with, but the stuff that I was like, oh, I, I think I like that and I loved it and it's good. But then the, other stuff, I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Genghis Khan one that was, was great. Oh yeah, the Julius Caesar one was great. That was dope. Um, I like the, the Martin Luther one was pretty cool. Martin Luther one was great. Yeah. But somewhat this, you know, if you got to be in, into the topic, yeah. Even Joe Rogan, if he's like he's he's talking to some, you know, bow and arrow guy, it's, I'm turning the channel. You know, I, mean, I can't, I don't care yeah. about that shit. But that's for me too. I only listened to Joe Rogan before this, and then we started doing this, and then uh, now I listen to a few, but still Joe Rogan, his his is the best. Yeah, he's he's. You hear the new guy. one with Cornell West? I haven't heard that yet. Not yet. It's good. Um, I, the last one I listened to was uh Naval something hold on it was really really good like kind of like a philosopher but he's a billionaire oh that young guy no who's that young guy who's always on the internet in the little clips man you gotta say fuck it and just go for it man no one's gonna give you who, oh I can't what's his stand name that fucking guy man. i can't remember his name yeah he's he's the wine dude he he invented the, the wine dude? by mail yeah Ugh. Just like money hungry little prick. Like, shut up. Nobody's chasing I money like nobody cares. Yeah, you got a lot of money in the yacht. You're acting like everybody's trying to get the same crap as you. The fuck out of my fucking face, you wino. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, I want his name. All right, calm down. Calm down. Oh, man. I'm trying to find Chris, this. Chris, what, what podcast? Anything? Well, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan, our last podcast on the left. What is that one? It's, I always hear that name. That's a good one. It's funny. It's really funny. Like, they cover like a real crime. Oh, sometimes like paranormal stuff. It, it, Chicks always love that one because they love like crime stuff. It's funny. It's really funny. Wow, it's and, funny. Uh, 
Yeah, it's funny. Like they're real funny dudes. It's for it's for comedians covering oh. a historical like event crime, or like crime a, or something like, like that. Like, like, yeah, it's really, killer people. Yeah, it's great. It's funny, man. And I think what else? I listen to a couple of technology ones, like a Linux Action Show, and some like program. Yo, you ones. know who does a great podcast now? That's pretty new. Toby from H two O. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. You know, I haven't heard if it you yet, like man. hardcore. He interviews right right now. Key guy. I just listened to Ray Capos. Roger from Agnostic Fronts. Uh, he did every member sick of it all, and they all talking about the same stories, different versions. But he lets them, you know. What I mean, he he lets them go. He asks like everybody gets a couple key questions, and I, real. If you like the history of hardcore, it's really good. Yeah, he just lets them tell the story, yeah. which is this always the best. It's when you really good person talk. And I I like kind of liked he, yo the Mike Judge one is insane. That guy's crazy. Yeah, he's weird. I, I loved it. <laughs> Yo, he was like, guy. he was saying how, all right, you know, he was coming home. He had a real bad tour. It was rough. And they were like, yo, man, fuck. Did I talk about this one last time? No, no. And he, you know, they had all this beef in, te- in uh, Texas or Florida or something. And on the way Florida, home, yeah. he's just like, yo, dudes, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And they're like, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> and they dropped him off at his house. And he said, and he didn't speak to him until 25 years later. 30, he said. 30 years he's later. He's like, and then wow. I didn't see them or talk to them for 30 Did years. Did you hear that interview? Yeah. And then, yeah. he, yo, he got married to this girl. He was married with her for 10 years. And he never even mentioned he was in a band before. And then so, someone was like, yo, all this stuff started. And they're like, yo, would your band play again? And he's like, yeah, they're asking me if my band wants to play again. She's like, you were in a band? He's like, yeah. And she's like into music and stuff. So like, what's the name of your band? <laughs> and he never even mentioned that the 10 years that married to her that he wow. was even in a band. I like that kind of guy, right? Yeah. Seeks no Keeps glory. To himself. Seeks yeah. no gratification. Has no ego. I really liked hearing him, like the, at him as a kid. Yeah, describing himself as a kid. Yeah, just a like misfit kind of creep. misfit. Like to, that's when people talk about being a misfit. Yeah, you that's misfit. Yeah, that's a definite. So misfit. did you like Toby's uh, setup? It's pretty yeah. good, right? Yeah, and it check, sounds good too. Check all the other ones out too. Yeah, because a lot of them are call in. So, but yeah. it still sounds good. It's good yeah. quality. Like some some podcasts can be good, but the quality is really whacked out. Like you know, you like listening to it's too quiet and this and that. Yeah, it's but important. Yeah. Like we're lucky that Chris is a, a I know. audio genius. But we're only unlucky because he hates doing it. We got to pay him so much as oh, he does one episode. I know my my it comes at a cost. All the money we make from sponsors, we have to give to him. <laughs> all, how many, all that money between us. Tell how many key sponsorships have we turned down because we didn't feel comfortable pushing that type of product uh, you know no matter what? how much money untold like, amounts I can't I, I blocked Budweiser I blocked them nah I'm not doing that, that shit I'm not doing that shit I blocked Marlboro cigarettes no that's right no way we're doing that no yeah. we won't push your product on our show yeah no Chris, thank you Chris no. said no to the pocket pussy even though he owns one and Marie's it's a poor, Italian poor cookery <laughs> piece of equipment and Marie's Italian cookery yes we will Accept your donations of uh, food. Indeed. We won't take money, but we will accept your donations food of food. Food kind, yes. And Amory's is almost always Italian, but today, barbecue. Yeah. Like Amory became like a like like Mad Joe's Grammy. Do it. Like, <laughs> say baby. <laughs> say Yo, baby. She she made coleslaw, macaroni style, potato salad, and pulled pork, right? Yeah. I would have led with the pulled pork. But Mad Joe but. couldn't eat it. Mad Joe couldn't eat it because Mad Joe had a conversation with John Joseph. And John Joseph got Mad Joe on a strict regimen, son. He's like a soldier. Damn. It's hard. Yo, he would be mad if you ate it. 
I know. I would. Yeah. I would be mad at myself though. It's like I, I know good what discipline. I have to do. You know. Go for you. Good discipline. I'm trying to heal. Uh, I'm trying to heal some organs. You, you gotta know? do it, man. Do Iron Man. And he's trying to help me. So. Yeah, I saw. I saw him last week. I saw John Joseph in the Cro-Mags last week. The real Cro-Mags, not the snitch mags. And I saw him in in uh, Chicago. And he said, "How's Joe doing?" I gotta talk to Joe. And he said, "What are you eating?" He asked me what I'm eating. I said, "Mind your business." <laughs> <laughs> But not, he I texted good. John Joseph at 8.30 Saturday morning mm-hmm. last week. And he called me in about 20 seconds after That's the sick. text. It was like, send. And then my phone rang like 20 seconds Dr. later. Dr. Joseph. And he was uh, he was scolding me. He said, hey, for, man, get your motherfucking ass together, man. Not taking care of this thing quicker. But you know what I mean? I'm I'm taking care of it. You know, from a different angle, than, yeah. you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, he's trying to help, and I'm trying to – I'm open to anything because – Might as well. I have to. What he know? says, I guarantee, will help. If it's the only thing you do, I don't know. But I think what he preaches will help with anything. It's going to help. You. If you have yeah. the discipline to do it. Yes. I don't. I don't fear death. I do right now. <laughs> I have the discipline at the moment. I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go. <laughs> no, it's good. You, it's good you, it's oh actually good you cut me off. <laughs> uh. I have the discipline at the moment. You know what I mean? We'll see how long I can keep this up. Yeah. Um, I'm, I know I'm guaranteed to feel better at some point. Yeah. Like, you know, anytime you you change your diet like in, for, for a healthier diet, it's going to make you feel better. Yeah. But it's like, you know what's hard is like. The times where, like I, we were talking about it earlier. It's culture. Everything, the way our lives are set up revolves around what you're going to eat when you get there mm-hmm. or what you're going to eat on the way there. Yeah. That's we, we book shows based on local eateries. We've turned shows down because there's no good local eateries. Yeah. We always set shit up. Like it's food. Rev- everything revolves around food. So Very true. That's why we barely have, play Boston. It's now I have. Food. <laughs> now I have a uh, a way of eating where I can't even share what I'm eating with other people, nobody and wants other it. nobody yeah. wants it, and I can't plan where I'm gonna be around food because it's all fucking raw vegetables and like who the fuck? Well, wants check this, this out. That, that would bring everybody down. At least remember, you did eat what you wanted for a long time. I did. I know. You partied hard, son. Yeah. So try it out. You yeah, know what I mean, that's what that's what I'm trying to keep in in mind is like you know what I had like I had a good run. We had <laughs> we ate a lot of pizzas together, fellas. Very you know? true. Very true. Go back at some. We ate a lot of burgers together. You know, we did. We ate a lot of everything. Together. We ate a lot of hot wings together. What fellas? food do you think we ate the most of together? Maybe some pizza, pastas. I think pasta. pizza, pastas, pizza. and pizzas. Pizza, I think for yeah. sure. I think a lot of pasta. I think for years it was pizza was the go to. Mm. Like we built up a lot of pizza credit. Yeah. Oh, I'm a. I'm a master of that shit. Like I'm, dude. Wings, forget it, man. Yo, we, yeah. You know what's sick about wings is that each chicken only has two wings. Yeah. So if you eat a dozen wings, that's six chickens. Well, I'm sure somebody's eating a breast. I know it's all. I'm sure it's getting cut up. But I'm if just I was saying a, that's if a I was of, a king, though, I said I want the biggest, fattest chicken. I want the wings. I want 100 wings. Throw the I rest want away. Everything else thrown away. <laughs> right into the garbage. <laughs> 
Yo, I'm bad with people. If I catch any of my subjects rooting through my trash, that's it. Eating the chicken breasts. All my cooks real skinny and dying. It'll be your head. I'm like Jabba the Hutt sitting on the throne waiting for my food. (laughs) (laughs) That's like what they said there. I will take the the uh, a one inch diameter section of the watermelon from the dead center and everything else throw away. away. Yo, how how key? Yo, I got so mad twice. I went to Weiss. That's our local supermarket. I went to the seedless watermelon section. Got a watermelon. Cut it open when I came home. It was filled with seeds twice. Ah. Black seeds? Yeah. Damn. You could barely get a bite out of that thing. It's like so many seeds. Dude, we came a long way in watermelon technology. We have. But if it was back in the day, that's why we sell that centerpiece. That centerpiece. No seeds. beautiful, juicy, perfect piece, and the rest discarded. That's a true king. That's a king. Watermelon is. That's a king. What a fruit. Oh, so did we answer his question about the podcast? Yeah, I think so. We okay, all, that's we yeah, we're all on the Joe Rogan thing. You guys added some extra. I told you about a new one, the Toby one. Any new ones that nobody Me knows about? And Anthony enjoy this one called the Dollop. I've talked about it on here before. It's a um it's kind of like last podcast on the left. Two comedians talking about an, a a historical event that's like a obscure Crazy shit from American history, usually. One example. Uh, oh, they just did one of the uh, the uh, uh, nunnery up in Boston. What did they do? Kill somebody? Yeah, they did a lot of fucked the up The nuns shit. kill people? No, there was like riots and oh, wow. people died and they burned shit to the ground. And what kind of like- nutcase would want to be a nun? That's a like weird, what kind of social misfit weirdo sick freak. would you have to be to want to be a nun? It's something. Sick freak would be a nun. Like really, you want to be a nun? A weirdo. The convent in Charlestown. That's one I just listened to. Yeah. Charlestown. I like so the way they, uh, Blood for Blood says that. Charlestown, my town. Charlestown. They did one on this really crazy cult leader named Lyndon Larouche. Well, I heard. I don't know that he name. Ran, he ran for yeah. president a couple yeah, times. Yeah. He, he was a cult leader? He died recently. Yeah, he was a cult leader. Really? Wow. Yeah, like a crazy thing. Oh, wow. Thing. You know him from politics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't I think he was a cult, cult leader. leader. Well, he, us. yeah. You, well, listen to this podcast on Lyndon LaRouche, and you'll understand that he wow. was a cult leader. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. I would love to be a cult leader. What would be your first- Like uh, Jim Jones? Your first order of business. Watermelons! Heart, watermelon hearts <laughs> for everybody? No, not for everybody. If you join my cult- they always though the, the cult leaders always get the bitches, don't they? That's that's the it key. can't be it can't be your first order. Not nah, eventually, but though. you have to make sure that you have that nobody's gonna flee when you when you when you drop the hammer. No, you gotta know. Okay, but it's I, coming. You know, I got them by the hook enough that I could even push this on them. Yeah, yo, you kind of know it. We all kind of know, but you know that crazy homie that was involved with a cult. Yeah, he made like a lot of money, right? Yeah. What? He's still doing it. He still does He's it? He's still active, yeah. And he got followers? Yeah. Really? Is he the key guy or no? Not my... F- the guy I grew up with isn't the key guy, but he's the, you know, he's like the money guy. Wow. He's the money guy. So the the actual cult leader kind of leached onto this dude I grew up with. We were pretty close friends. And Does he ever try to get you involved? And my f- No, no. I haven't seen him in years. Why don't you get involved? Get some money. <laughs> My friend knows how to make money. Walk around in the robes, sit Indian style. He definitely knows how to. There you go. This dude dude was making money when we were in high school. He was talking about statistics and analytics and and, um, uh, algorithms in 1993. 
when so, the internet damn, when people first guy. started getting the internet in their house he was already talking wow. about algorithms and shit like that and i had no idea what he was talking about yeah. i'm like you're a nerd i, I can't even <laughs> listen to this i didn't realize this is like the future you know what i mean yeah and but you know it's, it's weird like some people can see a new technology what it can be yeah you know we were just like oh you could send a a message to your friend yeah that's amazing yeah you You could download a picture in 12 minutes you usually it takes a couple days to send a letter now you can do it instantly amazing this guy's seeing like 12 steps ahead you know Yeah. yeah exactly but he basically funded a cult uh, to to kind of get it started, yeah. And in the process, they took a lot of drugs, <laughs> and they had a lot of crazy raves, wow. cult like experiences. Did some crazy things, yeah. Now, is hardcore a cult? Could mm. be, right? Isn't could everything be. kind of a cult? It could be. Mm, I don't know. I mean, what's the definition of a cult? Read it. And let's see if almost everything is already a cult. We'll right, every scene that you get into might be considered a cult. I suppose so. I don't know, because there's no like one person you're gonna follow as like the supreme leader. But do you need one? We'll see the definition. I don't know. You might. If, if you do need that, then yeah, I guess it won't. Cult, be. a noun, a system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Hmm. A relatively a concept, small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. Mm. That's hardcore right there. And then there's another one. A misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. Mm, that's hardcore again. Mm. See, hardcore mm. can be a cult. Yeah. What a great cult. The greatest cult. Examine the word hardcore. We call our scene hardcore. Hardcore to everyone else means whatever they're into, but just to the maximum. Yes. I'm a hardcore computer nerd. Yes. I'm a hardcore bike rider. I'm a hardcore piano player. We just say hardcore, as in that's it, the epitome of everything. There is no, we are hardcore, hardcore. No, we are just hardcore. Ours is the most important, the most high. The hardest of the core. Yo. Hardcore computer nerd? Nah, just hardcore, bro. Everything is hardcore. That describes the maximum interest that you could put into anything. True or false? True. Now, what if you're just into hardcore? Hmm. You're enlightened. Hmm. Something to think about. I think it can be a cult, though. Right? Yeah, I think if you let it control how you think and act. and Does it not? Uh, it could for sure. The life lessons I think probably in most cases it it does. The life lessons that you learn, would you say a lot of them have been influenced by what you saw or lyrics you heard or lifestyles you witnessed in the scene? Yeah, a lot of cases. I think a lot of times it's things that I already had known, but when you see it in the in the hardcore scene, it kind of puts it sheds, it shines a new light on it that you didn't see before. You know, it makes mm-hmm. it look different. Yeah. How old were you when you were in your first band? I was sixteen. Sixteen years old. Did you book the show? Did someone in your band book it? Yes. You played live. Yeah. You wrote original music. Yes. 
You traveled? Yes. 16 years old, writing original music, booking his own show. Did you release anything? Yep. Releasing their own music. We bought a four-track recorder at a Main Street jukebox. It was used. We made our own demos. We went to the, the How about copier, artwork? whatever. Oh, actually, you know what? At the time, I was in newspaper at, at school. I was a photographer for my school newspaper. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrible at it. What? That is the greatest. So check this Did out. Did you wear like a press hat? No, but I had a press pass. <laughs> a press hat. Yes. Okay. And I used my press pass to get into your show at the Sherman Theater that you booked. No way. Yes. Wow, I saw awesome. my press pass at the door, and they let me in. I said, I'm taking pictures from my school newspaper. Holy crap. And I went in. I took pictures of that show with uh, VOD and whatever. Yeah. That t- oh, that's you know, awesome. That was, a, like, for, you know, most people listening aren't from Stroudsburg, but in our local scene, this one show in 93, I think it was, and maybe 94, it was a huge show, and Richie booked it, and there was probably 700 people there. It was incredible. It was fun. A really good show, and it really, like, a lot of people who never even yeah, heard of hardcore. people got into it. Got into hardcore A lot of at bands popped off after that. Yeah. So. <laughs> you used to And it was the first time I ever saw Crutch. How much was the, the, the bill that night, the, the, the ticket price? I was probably... Ten bucks. You owe me ten yeah. bucks. Who <laughs> nah, let this guy I in? Give you coverage. Press pass. Nah, Come I'm on, kidding, man. Kidding. Um, so in my newspaper class, though, I used to use the copy machine, and I would make flyers for our shows, wow. and I would make our demo covers. Yeah, so cut you them out. did. Okay, you wrote the music. You recorded the music. You made the artwork for the music. You wrote the lyric for the music. You pressed the music. You oh, traveled. You to- played live, and you sold the music. Yeah. At sixteen years old, Chris. Now do you understand crazy. what hardcore is? Yeah, I do. Okay, see. little fruity metalheads. They don't do that. They're looking for a manager right off the bat. They're calling <laughs> high tech labels. They're calling Universal, Sony, Epic. <laughs> we say no. We'll do it ourselves. Yeah, we That's played hardcore. It. We we didn't know that what we were is. doing at all. I had no we didn't we had no idea how to be like how do you get shows how but do you, you did do anything you but know? you did it yeah you figured it out but I remember being like dude we play we keep playing the same place over and over and we do good at Spanky's and Stroudsburg but mm-hmm. like and CC's but like how do we go like to like you know New York or Ohio or like how do we get out to to other places so H two O played at Spanky's. And if my band Feeble opened up for H2O, and I went up to Rusty uh, after they were done playing, and I had a demo tape, and I was like, hey, man, uh, my name is Jotham Oliver, and this is my band we played earlier, and I would really like to go on tour with you guys. Wow. <laughs> I gave geek. Rusty a tape. What a That's nice awesome. guy. What a good guy. And he was like, oh, cool, man. Yeah, we'll give you a call. And he fucking called, Evan. Get out they of called. here. They called. They called. Rusty, what a guy. And offered us a show somewhere in New Jersey. Oh, that's awesome. And that really happened, man. I was like, you know, we didn't know how how else did he do yeah. it. He just fucking, I don't know, just try it. Try and something. And that's what it did. So, yeah. Dude, it's so cool. We, we, we know those guys to this day. Yeah. Jeez, that's awesome. So it's, but it, you know what? It, it's like, if you didn't have to go through that, 
almost like embarrassment of like getting and, and, you, and you know why I did that before with uh, with club owners mm-hmm. where I'll go into like a nightclub or something and with a demo and be like hey uh, y'all got a band and we we want to play a show here said, get out of here at, fruit at hula hoops or whatever you know <laughs> and uh, and they'll be like uh, yeah okay and they see the guy like throw it like over the counter wow. like you know and it's like embarrassing you're and you're like a... damn but yeah take some balls you gotta open your mouth you gotta be hardcore if you wanna play hardcore yeah very true closed mouths don't get fed you want it you gotta say I want it give me that that's mine I'm eating it Joe yeah. did that so Rusty we're playing with you in New Jersey here's a demo call me call me <laughs> call me understand yeah and Rusty no, was- okay Rusty's very quiet right he's like okay that's great yeah, and Rusty I'll hates smokers hates dude them. you wanna hear Rusty get loud Smoke a cigarette around yeah, him. He'll love it. bug out. I love that. That's, see, that's hardcore. That's what I'm saying. Did it yourself from yeah. every aspect. You learn how to do art. You learn how to write music. You learn how to promote yourself. You learn to map. You're reading a map. You're traveling. You're playing. You're setting up gear. Boom. 16 years old. And then. I mean, Evan was in, in your band. He was 30 at the time, but still. <laughs> in the beginning, we were like. I didn't even know what I was going to do in the band. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. You just knew you you guys knew you wanted a band. We showed up and there was everybody had an instrument and I was like I didn't have an instrument so uh, I was great. like well, I guess I'm the singer. <laughs> here's the, here's the leech. Yeah, I guess I'm the <laughs> singer. So I I was embarrassed to sing in front of people at first and I would go I we we practiced first time it was at um at Tobin's house. At the, he was living in a like a double wide trailer at yeah. the time with his dad, and we went to Tobin's bedroom and had drums, guitar, bass set up in there. His dad and must have been ran, a nice guy. Yeah, he was at the time. He was like, very, <laughs> I could imagine how that sounded. It was probably so loud outside. And we went into. I, I ran a microphone cord into the bathroom and I shut the door because I didn't want anyone wow. to see me. <laughs> so we were trying to write songs and we wrote a couple of stupid little songs, and I'm like. Writing lyrics in the bathroom and then be like, oh, I just tried again from the top. And I'm singing, you know what I mean? <laughs> that I'm is like, ridiculous. Oh. And I remember thinking, like, this sucks. I can't picture oh, you ever being shy. The worst. Since I know you were never like a shy dude. I'm not. I wasn't shy at the time, but singing in front of people is different. Is embarrassed or shy? What would be the word? Singing in front of people is embarrassing okay. if you're not confident. Uh, if you never, you know what I mean? The first time ever, like uh, picking up a mic. Now I'm louder than everyone. Yeah. I'm the spotlight is on me, and I just wrote these dumb words now that don't even, uh-huh. aren't even yeah. mean nothing to anybody. And I'm going to try to add a melody to this song that already sounds like shit. Like, it's embarrassing. That's funny. So it's embarrassing. We've been doing this for years, and I have songs that I'm really proud of. But. When I sing something for you guys for the first time and I'm expecting like I know I love it, but I'm expecting that you guys are gonna hate it. Oh shit. It's like okay, here we go. Like I have to go he- hearing it critiqued <laughs> is difficult. Yeah, of course. But it's for the best. Yeah. So I know how to like swallow my pride now and just be yeah. like, All right, I'm just gonna accept the I-, I thought some of my coolest songs you guys didn't like. Like, I exactly. I know. feel exactly the same way. Like some of the my favorite things. So I'd sell never them to like Metallica, the light of day, you know. You know? I sold one to the Stones. You know, hey, these guys don't like it. Mick Jagger was like, "I'll take it." 
But yo, I remember you doing the same thing, talking about hardcore. Like you were doing the same shit. And when yes, we met that's you, what I'm saying. when I met you, I was you a hustler, had baby. That show, I was a hustler. And we were like, oh my god, Crutch is like the king of like. You know what? We were playing dope shows elsewhere, and I'm like. You know, the school I went to, there was no hardcore dudes. Not not one. It was not a straight-edge dude. I was the only straight-edge dude in the whole joint. And I liked it like that, though. I liked when I was the only one. And if everybody was straight-edge, then I'd be like a raging drunk. You know what I mean? I just like <laughs> So oh You got God. lucky, though. Yeah. yeah. So I liked it like that, but no, none of them dudes were in the hardcore in that school. You know, just a couple guys that were in my band were into heavy music. So we were playing shows, and... I was like, why are there no shows like this by us? And there wasn't. It still sucks around here. Like, you can't, right? For shows? It, we had a, a little run spot in the ni- early, yeah. mid-90s, yeah. you know? But, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not going to keep on putting effort, you know, to, you know. I just, I, I don't, I don't ever ask, I don't ever want to ask to play a show. If you ask us. Cool, ask us, you know, but I'm yeah. never going to be, yo, oh, cool, I play. So I, even back then, I was like that. So I would be booking my own shows, even out of state. I'd book them. I'd, I'd be like booking and then asking other bands to play. Mostly New Jersey was the spot, be, you know, between a couple of venues. It was just the easiest because consistent venues. But around here, it's hard, man. Mm-hmm. Like the nearest thing that was popping is a little about under an hour, and that was CC's. Very good scene. But uh, Stroudsburg, nothing. Nothing. But yeah, you had to hustle. Had to hustle. I remember you selling tapes and stuff, you know, like your Get your tapes tape. here. Tapes here. <laughs> Get your crutch tapes. We got crutch tapes. Yeah, man. Stand strong, stand all. alone. Yeah. <laughs> we got where you at? Baboon was in a band back then. He had no interest back then, like now. I like, yo, Chris, I sold 100 tapes tonight. He's like, we have tapes? I'm like, you motherfucker. You don't even <laughs> Really? You don't even know? He still he just he he never takes our own product. You notice that he had none of our releases. He don't want to listen and say he's a weird guy. Yeah, it's odd. Why is that? Chris? <laughs> I have everything we have ever recorded. Oh yeah, yeah. You have the split with the twitching tongues. Yeah. Well, can I have it? I don't have any. Okay. Yeah, I don't have that one either. No, I might have one. I the first time I met you, Chris, was going to QE two. We oh, play, we played a, a oh when crush, he lived in Albany. Yeah, Crush played. Oh, uh, right, right. In, at QE two, and yeah, so you had the you had your legend pedal board. I did have that. Yes, the legend. And that was the first time I ever met you. Was was at that what was show. that day? Yeah, yeah. I, I was the first. I think that might have been the first show I played in Crush. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. So you joined the band while you lived up there. Yeah. Who'd you replace, Zadi? Zadi. Was Zaddy. John still on the drums or something? No, else? Battle was on the Battle drums. Battle was on the drums already. Oh, okay. Cheese was, was on, on bass. It was Who? the summer, like, we was coming into the summer. And I remember you called me and we're like, yo, Zadi doesn't want to be in the band anymore. And I was like, it was the end of the semester. I was like, coming home for the summer. So I was like, yeah, right on. You know, I have time to be home and, and learn stuff and practice and play. Yo, I think something happened in the city. A lot of young kids are asking me about Crutch all of a sudden. Yeah. Something happened. You know how it goes. Who was the best drummer Crutch ever had? Sean Battle. Over Zadi? Yeah. Sean Battle. Yeah, Battle. Sean Battle. Zadi's fucking good, bro. He was good, but Sean Battle was. Battle was more like crush, a, Luke, a Luke He made style. Crush sound like Crutch. He was more of a Luke style, wasn't yeah. he? Battle? Yeah. Yeah. And Battle was so but like. Zadi was like, if you know, like. Battle was. A drum teacher. Right, right. Yeah. Like, if you, he, he would be more impressive 
like watching him maybe like just freestyling. Plush playing with a cigarette in your mouth is pretty cool. Writing songs with Sean Battle was like very easy. Very easy. He was money and he was on point all the time. He used to get nasty with me a lot though, that battle. Battle dude? Really? (laughs) He didn't take any shit. I remember he would get stressed (laughs) out driving. Yeah. (laughs) Now I got a weird thing where I like to aggravate people for some reason. Yeah. I always remember when I was taking him through every bad spot. Yeah. <laughs> he just pulled over. He's like, fuck you, motherfucker. You drive then. <laughs> like, no, I just make a left up here. <laughs> well, I was taking him through the hood. But uh no, he yeah, he was a really good drummer. He is a really good drummer. But uh he didn't like the style of music. Yeah, I think he wanted you know? to be in a band, but he didn't he definitely didn't listen to hardcore. Nah, it wasn't his thing. He just wanted to be in a band that yeah. was that was active, you know. But he was Man, that dude was fucking good. Fun to hang out with, too. Yeah, definitely. He was fun. He's a good dude. Now he's like a millionaire real estate agent in Washington, D.C. Killing it. Killing it. And we're still up here playing fucking games. Yo. Ruining our lives. Zaddy, I'll tell my my Zaddy memory. John Zaddy memory. Don't forget, we had two brothers in the band. Yeah, there was Zaddy and John Zaddy. Two Arabs. (laughs) Two Arab dudes. What are they, like Pakistani guys? Iranian. Iranian. That's right. Yeah, they were Iranians. So, Jamie Zadi was on guitar. John Zadi was on drums. And we were we went to see Crutch at Scarlett O'Hara's. Um, but we weren't playing the show. We just went to see you guys. And a bunch of white power skinheads showed up. As usual. As usual. And they started, you know, it started out. The, start, the set started good. Everybody's moving around, dancing. And then they start see Highland. <laughs> they and, always do that eventually. Yeah, like you're just waiting. Like, why can't you just fucking not? Yeah. Like, why do you have to do that? You know? I don't know. <laughs> you can't just fucking hang out. <laughs> saluting. It's like a Nazi Tourette. saluting it's randomly like a Tourette's, during the show. Yeah. You like, know, even t- if you did like the American salute, like randomly during the show, <laughs> who would do that? You know, it's yeah? so fucking weird. <laughs> Weirdos. So they started doing that. And, uh, and John, I just remember John Zotti coming out from behind the drums. With a cigarette. Yeah, always had a cigarette. Freaking out. And I remember you pointing at every one of them with like like a pistol finger. Yeah. You know? And going like pow, pow, like like yeah, a shooting a that's pistol. That's right, that's right. And then uh I don't I don't think anything actually popped off. I think they left. They left. They did leave that night. We Is had that some, the night they left because Stickman was there? They had some re we had some reinforcements coming. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, that was why they left that night. But yeah, that that was a good crutch memory from the early days before I was. Zadi was a good guitar player too. Yeah, really, really weird style. So like, rough, yeah, he was cool, man. He had rough really on his guitar cool. though. You know what I mean? He abused it. Like his picking hand was like jagged. Da, 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 da. You know what is partly his song that Wisdom and Chains plays is everything you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's something that was supposed to be a crutch song that we never did, but he wrote. I don't know if he wrote the opening riff or that second riff picking but he wrote one of those you know what i mean i forget which one i used to yeah, love a cool style man. playing yeah. down with that was my favorite dun, 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 dun. yeah that was that pretty was cool one song. of my favorite crutch songs yeah back to nature great lyrics 
You know, I wrote the lyrics on that joint. Did you really? Yeah. Yo, those lyrics are killer, dude. Yeah, with Joe, you don't let me do lyrics back in Crutch. They let me do a little bit, you know you what I mean? You do lyrics. You wrote some of our finest lyrics. I do lyrics. some of the stuff, not too much. Some great lyrics. Jeez. Joe gets mad. One don't time sell I, One short. time I like, yo, here, Joe. I was real nervous. Joe, check it. Yeah. Uh, uh, check this out. And I hand him a paper, and I kind of like, oh, shit. And I turned back around and saw him. He was ripping it up. <sighs> Broke my heart, Chris. <sighs> Broke my heart. Heartbreaking. But uh, yeah, Crush was fun, man. We did some good stuff, and we had some crazy early offers. We were gonna do something big. We got like a real big offer, and we were in Japan. And our singer was at a Dunkin' Donuts on a phone calling home. He got off the phone and he looked like white. Yep. Right? I said, "Yo, what's wrong?" He's like, "Yo, just talk to my girl. She's pregnant." <laughs> I said, yo, that's a wrap. That's the end of the offer. That band's over. That was it. But uh, it was yeah, it was a fun band. It was a little weird. Like, if I listened to it back, the singer Carl had a really crazy timing, man. It made the songs different enough, but it was almost like, but Carl also played guitar. And if he would ever give us a riff, his riff writing was like his singing pattern. Yeah, and real wild, you, man. I couldn't even play his riffs because they made no sense as far as timing. You know You're like, I, mean? I know this is cool, but I can't follow yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it sounds. A drummer could never put a beat over it. No, it's like Dillinger Escape Plan. Imagine yeah, he hooked up with like a one of those kind of mathematic drummers. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not into that. I, I like to be able to snap to my shit. Yeah, like you can't snap to that. You know. I was talking about that the other day with Tobin. Well, like, like the best drummers, right? People talk about, like, obviously, everyone mentions Neil Peart as one of the best rock drummers ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it doesn't mean your songs are going to be great. He's a great drummer. Yeah. And yeah. people love, you know, I mean, I'm sure Rush has fans and they have songs totally, that are pretty yeah. cool or whatever. But you take a dude like the dude from, uh, like, U2 mm-hmm. or what Rolling Stones. Beatles. Dude, Rolling Stone, Beatles. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Nothing complicated at all yeah but it's, are, it yeah. sticks in your head it's the shit sticks yeah and that's way more important than having yeah they're like the you know, you know the show off drummers are the best drummer even like the show off guitar players they're the best guitar players but rarely do they write a, a dope song you know what i mean it's like drum it's, drum magazine a cover of drum magazine type of drummers yeah they're like the greatest in the world type drummers yeah they're and not a lot, in great you know, bands. A usually. lot of times, they they end up being drummers for like pop stars. Yeah, because they're that good, so they get hired. But they're actually playing like you know Britney studio Spears, computer drums. T- Justin Timberlake, just drum, to have yeah. a live guy, and they can say, "Oh, we got the bet." You know, yeah, they. It's weird, but this like kind of goes away. But yeah, I mean, Chris is into that prog rock. He always says prog rock, and I think those are that those kind of drummers. Yeah, there's an audience for it, but yeah, it's kind of like you got to be a musician first. And not just like a random music fan that has no interest in playing an instrument. You know what I mean? People have no interest in playing an instrument, don't aren't into that stuff. But people that play an instrument and enjoy the instrument more, they look at it as a puzzle almost. They love that stuff. Yeah. You know? Like we we kind of grew into this thing of we're trying we're trying to write songs that are very complicated. No, no. We're really. trying to write songs that are good on each element is good on its own like if you can listen to like just the guitar riffs are so catchy like you want to you that's what that's the goal 
is to write something that's catchy on its own. And then the drums are great on their own. And the lyrics are great on their own. The melody's great on its own. And then when you combine them, you hope that it turns into something great, you know? Yeah. And if you, it, you know, that's like our songwriting style is to try to like make every part of it good on its own. Yeah. Sometimes you fall short. Sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes it's it's dope. Sometimes you find things that sound great where you weren't even looking for it. But you didn't even know. See, you didn't even know. But if you're ju- if you're just trying to focus on just playing a crazy, well, I think we do that because we camp. don't really write together. Yeah, we show pe- you know we show stuff. So you know if if Chris got a riff and a riff is like something you'd write if everybody was just jamming out together. It's so one thing, like oh, the drum started, and you got those back, back and forth riffs. Yeah, they're always cool. But if Chris just came in playing that riff, we'd be like, "What the fuck is that shit?" <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got the riff got to be dope to have our interest going in the first place. Yeah, how do you turn somebody's head yeah. in the in the first ten seconds if you're not like, oh, okay, that sounds it's it's already boring. Exactamundo. What do you got? Some questions? Hold yeah, on, I do. Let's see. One second, I'm gonna run to the turlet. I'll go take a crap a little boys room. I got a few questions. I'll bring them up. Chris is very, while we're waiting for uh, Joe, okay. why are you up so upset about the Mueller investigation, uh, his testimony? Is it because he completely failed and the liberals look horrible? I mean, he's not the most, uh, you know, they were expecting like a blockbuster movie version of that. They didn't, he definitely didn't deliver that. Why didn't you know they know that ahead of time? That he I would? have no idea. Like, he's not a dude for that kind of theatrics. Like, if just, you were in the, the liberal camp, wouldn't you, would you I think they should say, have known hey, guys, that. maybe we shouldn't have this guy on live TV? I, I would say maybe not. I, don't, I think he's just going to be not what you're because looking for. Because they were so eager, and they thought they were going to have, like, a bombshell. They, you know, he's just going to talk in the same monotone, direct voice like a robot and that's what he is that's what it is i'm not saying he's a robot but that's, he, that's fine, how he deals but with it why why didn't they know that just for like i don't know how they didn't that's, you know publicity reasons like yeah exactly just for it i don't know they don't know who they should and shouldn't have in front of the I camera at this point don't know like who the hell would put that together f- fucking clowns these left wingers clowns that's like the guy is so cut and dry to the point he has to answer a well, question in a cut drives weird, one thing, but weird he, roundabout way. He's like, even unaware on. of his own investigation. He looked foolish. He looked incoherent at points. Yeah, I just he didn't even think, know what was in his 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 own work. I don't even know. I mean, it's just like he, it's a big volume. There's tons of people working on it. He was kind of like the lead dude on it. Well, he should have maybe said that. You know, but he should said, "Oh, well, sir, I'll, I'll let you know that we had 345 people working on this case. I don't know every detail. Imagine if he just said that. I wish he would have." He was like, uh, I, I, that, uh, I can't talk about that. You already did talk about it. It's, in the, it's on page 87. Yeah, no, it's nice. Oh, it is? Like, oh, my God. I would have said, yo, case closed. Get out of here, everybody. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, he's back. Let's see. We got a question right off the bat. Okay. This is from Justice for All. Okay. Can you please explain this to an Australian? What a chicken cutlet is. Is it a, snitch, a schnitzel? Is it a thigh? A chicken cutlet? Yeah. Chicken cutlet is... It's a breast, a first off. breaded yes. piece of chicken breast. Relatively thin. It's always breaded. I think it's always breaded. I got in a huge fight at work about this. To me, if it's not breaded, I would call it 
just the chicken breast. But to me, if it's a is cutlet, it, is it smashed? Just, just like you know, a no. Cutlet, I think it's just a breaded. A cutlet has to be smashed. Yeah, yeah. Like if you just bread Tenderized. a big fat chicken breast, it's a chicken breast. Yeah. Let me let's look. Let's look. But think, no, it's not know. a schnitzel, and it's definitely not a thigh. It's definitely a breast. Now we'll try to get some more details. I always felt like Joe that it's a smashed down chicken breast, breaded. Yep. And then I never thought of it as smashed down, but now that you're saying that, yeah, you're this, probably yeah. right. I just you, you don't really see it because. But it's, you ever make chicken? It's cutlets? Definitely always breaded. Yeah. I've never made it smashed down. I've never uh, smashed a piece of chicken. I devoured a few. Hmm. Yo, good chicken cutlet is incredible. But yeah, I guess you're right. It does have to be tenderized. Let's see. See, we are food experts. Definition of chicken cutlets. Let's see. A chicken cutlet is a method of preparing a chicken breast. A chicken breast is the whole thing. A chicken cutlet is a slice of meat. Cut from the chicken breast. Ah, Here it is go. generally thinner than the whole breast. Ah, so not necessarily tender. Yeah, we know. Thin. Yes. Wow. Okay. I know. I know. Uh, Mama Amory hits him with the mallet. She has the, the wooden mallet with the with the wax paper. But yeah. she's filled Lines with hate and rage though. When she's doing it, ah, and she's going crazy. Now it never mentions breading. Wow. Well. Yeah, I don't. That to me, any time I've had a chicken breast. Uh, chicken cutlet it's always mm. been breaded yeah so maybe the technical definition it doesn't have to be well I, well you know what you could you do the same thing right so i would you, be disappointed if i got a chicken cutlet it wasn't breaded yes i'm expecting that little bit of a crunch on the a outside bit of bread yeah. on it yeah i would i call breaded a chicken so cutlet. do you take but the did, cutlet and make a rollatini out of it too then right because it's a thin piece right i guess well, i think a rollatini you definitely have to bang down right then to get it in there right just so to get it to, to, to roll, roll up, up like that yeah yeah, yeah. But this is, yeah, so I guess you could take a chicken breast and maybe make two cutlets out of it. <laughs> maybe more. Yeah. I mean, if you got a big fatty. All right. There you go. So it's a chicken breast cut down like long ways in the middle. In our minds and in our region, we bred this. I did get in arguments with some foreigners, got a guy from Italy that said, no, you don't have to bread a chicken cutlet. It just got to be that cut. So, is what it is. What is uh? What would Luke say about that? Was he in on that argument? I don't know. Not not not. I not bet Luke me. would say it should be breaded. Luke's like a real foodie. Yeah, and I think that yeah, uh, I'm wondering what he would say. I'm pretty sure Luke would say that it should be breaded. Let's see if we can uh, get Luke on the phone here. Maybe he can look shed, shed some light on this. What are you doing? I'm tired. Leave me alone. I'm calling Luke. Let's see. Let's see if he answers. Yo, Luke Rota. Yo, sound more lively. You're on the podcast right now. What's up? I said sound more lively. You're on the podcast right now. <laughs> what up? We got a food question for you. Shoot. Chicken. What's your definition of a chicken cutlet? A chicken cutlet is fucking is breaded and fried. Breaded and fried. Okay. Well, we Absolutely. we we looked up the definition. 
Sorry, go ahead. You know, well, Chippy Cullen is just, is just a, the cut of it. You know what I'm saying? It's just a cut of the breast. But, I mean, in my in my world, the chicken cutlet is fucking breaded and fried. Yeah, we're coming from the same world. You know what I mean? Like, bread, you know, breadcrumbs, egg. Well, egg, breadcrumb, and then fried. Yeah. Yeah, that's like... You gotta make it real thin. You gotta make it real thin. You gotta make a nice crust. You gotta, make, you gotta pound that fucking chicken. Oh, yeah. you pound it. Huh? You pound it with the with the mallet. Yeah, make it nice, and then um, cause I don't do the I, I, the thick chicken. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, well, the definition that we looked up said that it's just a thin cut of a chicken breast, but it doesn't mention anything about breading. So I said I bet Luke would would demand that it's breaded because that's <laughs> to me when I'm when I want a chicken cutlet, I'm expecting that breading. I'm expecting the little crispiness on the outside. Yeah, like if you go to the butcher or something, you need chicken cutlets. They slice the chicken for you, throw it through the fucking, you know, the um, tenderizer. It, it is, it is the, the real definition of cut of the chicken. You know what I mean? It's a thin, thin cut of the chicken. But, you know, in, in, in everyday you know, world, you say, hey, listen, let's make some chicken cutlets. You fucking bread it and fry it, and you put a little mozzarella, make a little chicken palm, whatever you want to do. Oh. Make a little roasted pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. A little penny vodka sauce. Mm. Oh, look. <laughs> yeah. I knew you would I knew you would add something good to this conversation. Why does he sound so miserable when he first answered? Yeah, man, you sound so sad when we first picked up the phone. Oh uh, no, it's not an out. Now I'm alive now. I'm talk about food. I gotta I gotta I gotta do a double tomorrow, so I'm not an out. Lukey, thanks for answering the phone. We'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, guys. Peace. I'll see you Saturday. Peace. I, I think so to answer the question the region we're from is a chicken breast thinned out sliced down the middle breaded fried so similar to a wiener schnitzel but a wiener uh, like not well not a wiener schnitzel but a schnitzel but a schnitzel's really hammered down real thin yeah i just had a great one the other last weekend too but um schnitzel's a pork right uh it's different it could be pork could be lamb could be chicken there's chicken schnitzels a wiener schnitzel i think is pork Vino, well, I don't know, but yeah, it's different. Just like you could have a no, a I think ve- Wiener Schnitzel is more from Vienna. Just like you could have a veal cutlet, right? You understand? Hmm. Veal cutlet. All right, check it out, Chris. You mentioned uh, obsessions. Yes. This guy says Albert. He uh, that's his local venue. That was his local venue. Oh wow! Obsessions in New Jersey. Yeah. Wow, I was awesome. that place. Is that the only time you were there? He wants to know if you have any other uh, uh, stories you've played there before, just that one time. It was just that one time. Like, we sold tickets and stuff, and that was it. It was like a one-off, you know? One-off. wonder if that's still going. It's a nice venue, man. It's been years since I've been in there. Years. All right, let's see what else I got. Got one here about obsessions. <gasps> obsessions. Yeah, I haven't been there since the late 90s, probably. Okay, this is uh, Uncle Maddie Supplies. All right. Y'all ever going to play The Boy in the Cave is one question. Mm-hmm. I think we could probably play it. We, we practiced that like a I while we, ago. I know we, we practiced it. It's kind of it's hard to get on the same page in the beginning because the bass is like really like it's a little it's a little complicated i think to play well it's hard to, to keep in time you know keep in time when you're looking at evan's face while he's playing that part 
<laughs> right? He looks like he's going to have a conniption. Yeah. He should wear a mask, like a Slipknot mask. But, yo, that's uh, the thing is, a song like that, some of our songs, like when we wrote a, a set list for the show coming up, we got 30 minutes, a couple of those songs, and you're out three three other songs. Yeah. Like the longer songs that are like four, you know, four and a half, five minutes. It's, it's hard because yeah, you could man. be playing a four-minute song for, you know, a very small group of people who want to hear it. Yeah. And everyone else is like, you know, ready. But I do like that song. It's a cool song. Yeah, it's cool. It's got its place on the album. Uh, at some point, I think we'll play it. That's, you know what? If we don't practice more often, we'll probably, ne- we'll probably never play that, to be honest. That's definitely one we need to practice. This guy, also, he asked, what band are you guys most excited to see? He's probably talking about this weekend. This is hardcore. Boom. Joe, begin. Uh, agnostic Front. Chris. I'm say AF. AF? I'm not going to be down on Sunday. Chris is just going to be there Saturday. He says Agnostic Front. Joe says Agnostic Front. I also say Agnostic Front for Saturday. Uh, Cro-Mags for Sunday. Uh, Death Threat. When do they play? Death Before the Sonor for Friday. A lot of bands. I think it's Those cool that... Uh, Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine, yeah. Enemy Mine's hard. Code Orange is probably... I can't wait to see what happens Code, as a headliner. That's, Code Orange. That's fucking cool, man. Code Orange. very cool of them. All right, this is Curtis Hendry. Like He's, Hendry the Kid? Hendry. He says, who is Whiskey Finger? For those that don't know, we have a song called Whiskey Finger, and it's a true story about a person, and the nickname was Whiskey Finger. You can't really go into too much else. You can't say real names, of course, can you? You can't say real names. But there's a... You could give a little a background I'll tell you about this. It. It's, it's, it's two people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the stories of two people that I knew growing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, just wild, fucking crazy people. And one of them especially I still I see on the regular. And um, he's still pretty wild and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Whiskey. He was born in the gutter. And the other one is deceased. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's two people that just, just grew. Some people, you just see the look on their face like they had a hard life or they just don't give a fuck or they yeah. just grew, had something horrible happen to them. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people in this music scene, they come from this town, this city, that place. In Joe's town, in this place, when you're running the streets all night, hanging out, you got no guidance. You end up hanging out with people like these. And when you you kind of on a different page, but you're in the mix, you see them for what they are. Yeah. And Joe noticed these people, and he documented them. But every place has these crazy maniacs, you know what I mean? Yeah. And some nights, you know, there might be some dude talking about crazy ass mad joe to him you were whiskey finger you know what i'm saying and like uh might have saw you, you do some crazy stuff that we can't say in front of anthony that you know you were a killer and all of that you know what i mean this guy's crazy but he's just a young guy he can't know that stuff this time <laughs> this it, it's funny like these people it depends on like the the context in which you met them is how you're gonna always remember them mm-hmm so, 
Whiskey Finger, if you met either of these dudes on the wrong night, Ooh. then they could have ruined your life. That's a wrap. Forever. That's a wrap. You know? Or if you met him on the right night, to your best ally. You, it could be somebody that you're fond of and that you're just like, man, dude, you're fucked up, but I, I love you. Yeah. You know? So it, it, it's funny. Like, I think that I, I don't know if I would call it luck, but I, I am familiar with these people in a way of, uh, you know, I think of them fondly, but I know that they're, they're not nice people. Like how you came up, how I came up, just, we just did anything we wanted whenever we wanted at all times. I want to say yes to that, but I was also brought up in this crazy strict religion. But up to, up to that you know? once you were done with that. Was- once I was done with that, yeah, forget it. And even during that, I still had a lot of, it wasn't necessarily freedom, but I would just do just what do. I wanted yeah. to do. And then face but what the I'm consequences gonna ask you afterwards. Is how you acted, what you did all night just out. I slept with you in the outdoors many times when there was nowhere else to, to sleep. Yeah. And, and, you know, in cars, you know, and dirt piles. What, would you allow Anthony to live that sort of life? No. No way. If he was just out with his friends all night. I wouldn't just, want him to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't want it for him, you know? But you have fun, no? It was fun. and But it, there's a lot of times where... It could have went so bad, man. It could have went so <laughs> fucking bad, you know. Risk takers. Y- yeah, you know they they say no risk, no reward. Yeah. But I don't know. I think there's some rewards with with very low risk. Yeah. And, and, and all right, the the kind of people who hardcore music speaks to, really speaks to, who aren't just in it for the 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 scene. You know what I mean? Who it really speaks to. Are fucked up people, mm. you know. I don't want Anthony to be like in love with hardcore music. Yeah, I was even Pro- talking about that. I don't think Anthony could possibly be in love with hardcore music the way that I am in love with hardcore no, music. No, it's not he can't me. because he's not an angry person, and he yeah. never was. Yeah. So by his age, I was so mad all the time. You I was were a rebel. so angry, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I was a rebel, and um. When he hears it, he's like, he just hears like, Jesus, what the hell is this guy so mad about? Calm down, man. Yeah, relax. Like, but there's situations out there that require you to be that angry, that re- that make mm. that come out of you, you know. But a lot of our antics weren't even related about that. A stuff. lot of our antics weren't related, but that just reminded me that a lot of it was also was tied into this. Yeah, being, definitely. The reason we, yeah, that was a big part of it, but the. When, you know, knowing people like Whiskey Finger wasn't even related to that hardcore stuff. It wasn't related they to hardcore. They were just no, no. local just, maniacs and, yeah. and being in the mix because you're out every night and, yeah, you know, and you just, you were like me. You don't never wanted to sleep. You never wanted to miss something down for whatever, anytime. So I hated, I hated hearing something the next day that you missed. And Me- you're like, you ah. wake up, you heard some <laughs> beef went down. Uh, what? Uh, So-and-so did, we punched, what? <laughs> oh, shit, where was I? Damn. Hate that shit. I wanted to be there all the time, y'all. This is from Rosie Rodriguez. She said, you know the name? Rosie Rodriguez. I she sure said, do. send a shout out to your fans that came all the way from California just for you. Shout out, fans. There's, there's, Rosie came out there a couple of years in a row, right? 
She uh, think so, man. That's cool. I seen her in Philly at a random show. I forget who. This Judge is maybe? hardcore, man. This, this is hardcore. hardcore. It's an amazing thing. Brings yeah, people man. together. It really does. Now, what else? I don't want to miss anything, but I'm like confused because I got other messages in between that stuff. Okay. Oh, here's a kind of long one from Brew Daddy, 82. If he was born in 82, how old is this guy? 82 would be 38. Old, old motherfucker. Damn, son. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say you put out one of the best podcasts in existence. What? Wow. Oh, man, man, I can't. I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. What a good guy. Man. I binge listened to every episode in about three weeks. Just listen to the lost episode number 88. Game of Thrones was kind of a letdown. I feel they rushed the whole last season. Good show nonetheless. Dumbest part was the dragon melting the Iron Throne. Don't understand how an animal could even understand what that represents. Good point. Anyway, I was wondering if buying American-made products and vehicles is big in the unions you guys belong to. Or if you guys are big into that. Also... What make of vehicles do you guys own? I'm in IBEWLU22 in Omaha, Nebraska. I believe Richie mentioned <laughs> that electricians complain about conditions, heat, and build benches and have to be comfortable all the time. <laughs> I just wanted to say that's very true. Keep it up. Keep up the great work. Stay healthy. Check out Ultimate Health Podcast. It's a good one to help stay healthy and informed. Ah, so the question out. in there is, and within the union, I know we get deals on anything American made, mm-hmm. but do you notice union guys more focused on just buying American cars? Yeah, I think so. Really? I think it's a popular thing, yeah. What do you drive? I drive a Ford F-150 pickup truck. Wow. Really? Come on, so what do you really drive? Come on. <laughs> you did, though, at one time, didn't you? I drive a Chevy Silverado pickup truck. What was that pickup truck you used to have? The it gray was a one. Dodge Ram. Dodge Ram, that's right. It was cool looking. That was my favorite car I ever owned, man. Yeah? I fucking crashed it on ice. Did you? Yeah. I, I thought they were supposed to, the, to be good on ice. Driving, driving to the March bus in the winter. No, I, it was ice, ice. I remember it that. It was fucking ice, That ice, real like, sharp turn before you go up the hill? Yes. That was a bad crash? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember almost, that. A bus know. almost Jeez. crashed into me. Wow. I crashed into a wall, and then a bus almost smashed my truck. I, I jumped out just in the, in the nick of time. Holy, Holy shit. Fuck, man. Jesus. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I wish wild. I was on video. At fucking, you know, four in the morning. Wow. Did you, like, roll? Were you on fire? No, no. It just smashed. Yeah, Anthony liked that. He likes it. It was ruined. My favorite truck ever. Chris, well, you're, you're not a union guy, but you're a union supporter. Yes, I am. What do you drive? Uh, Chevy, and I have a Honda. USA. Uh, you Honda. Uh, Emery's made in USA. Made in Honda? USA. Assembled you, in USA. Assembled in what USA. kind of piece of shit would drive a Honda? Honda. You kidding me? Wow. Okay. What's the next question? Yo, isn't it funny? People call. They still say it as rice burner. If you have like a Japanese car, wow. they call that it is a crazy. rice burner and a rice rocket. A rice rocket or is a the rice motorcycle. <laughs> Like is that like really bad? Not like Chris is shaking his head. Like oh. So is that like off limits, Chris, to say that? Or is that a bad thing? Is it racist against the car or the culture? The culture, I think. But listen. <laughs> I think the culture. Okay, so it, these. I don't, I don't know. It's funny. It's crazy. These cars are made in the Orient. Is that the proper word, the Orient? 
Asia. Asia. <laughs> okay, they're, they're made in... It was proper in the 1880s, yes. Listen, okay, so they're made in, in Asia. What else is a big product of Asia? Uh, rice. Rice. For so sure. why Correct. saying... what? Like, like, like if there's a Ford F-150 in... Uh, Honduras is it bad for the guys to say, "Oh, look at the wheat, the wheat truck"? You know, because wheat is identified as an American product. Is that racist? I don't know. If any- Loosen up. I don't know. Rice rocket is not racist, <laughs> right? No. Rice rocket is inaccurate, but it's not racist. But I drive a Honda too. I don't know if that's a bad thing. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, we. Drive. I confess. <laughs> Listen, I, have, my- I own a Honda Odyssey and a Honda Accord. I love the Honda Odysseys. And I get good deals on them, and they that's run, why I they run forever. And my brother-in-law works at a dealership, and I'm not a car guy. The only car I ever wanted was a Cadillac, and if I can't afford one, then I, whatever. If my brother-in-law says now's the deal, I get it. If you don't say nothing, I don't get it. I don't really. If you ask me like how many V8s are in my car, I wouldn't even know. I don't know anything <laughs> about cars. No, I really don't. Like how many V8s? Because I work with guys, eight of them, and they're like, "You got oh, the one guy was insulting me. He said it's a hairdresser car." I got a Honda CRV, and uh, he said it was a hair a hairdresser, a hairdresser car. Yeah, car. <laughs> that's crazy. That's weird. It, it kind of is though, right? It kind of like you could picture yeah, that. They, they got all like the fake heads in the back and all the like fishing box things of. It could, but it supplies. could also be like uh, it's it a, could also have weapons back it could there. Have weapons, yeah. I could have a bazooka. You carry anything you want. But yeah, we're in the union. I got this Honda Odyssey that I just don't need anymore. Get rid of it. And I got to yeah. But it's, it's going to be paid off in a couple of months. Hey, so listen. I'm just gonna... Let the band take over the last couple of payments. We need one. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else I got. You know it's always uh, the offers on the table. Denver. I don't know if he's from Denver. Is his name. Denver. Who in the band is Straight Edge for how long and how did you get started? Now, I don't who, like to put labels on man. At this point, who in the band is... Luke is definitely not straight edge. Luke's not straight Never edge. was. Well, you could never have... You can't even say I never was. You just... Yeah, he's not straight edge. So... Never was interested. Nah. Never fronted. No, no. Chris is not straight edge, right? Chris no. is not straight edge. Chris is not straight edge. Is Evan straight edge? Would he be... Is he doing stuff that I don't know about? Or? I don't think Evan... It very seems weird lately. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you doing any kind of things behind my back that I don't know about? I don't know. You don't know? You look like you know nothing. something. Chris, look what at are him. you playing mafia? What is mm. this, mafia? I don't know. I, don't know I nothing. think maybe he's not straight edge no more. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And you, you still straight edge? Yeah. And the Hoya has no influence on you? No. Okay, so me and you and maybe Evan. When did you become straight edge? That's part of the question. Well, I started... Calling myself straight edge in probably I was probably fourteen when I started saying it. Mm. And my brother had a minor threat tape. So that was the reason? One hundred percent minor threat? No, well my brother said he was straight edge, so I said I was straight edge. Okay. Is he still straight edge, your brother? I think so. I don't know. Wow. What do you mean you don't know? I've been around him. Quite a few times he doesn't drink or tell him he has to check in with me if he wants to maintain the name. Got to keep your card current. So, (laughs) about fourteen, through your older brother who was listening to Minor Threat. Yeah. Now what? Like after you were already okay, so you got into it with him. Then you found your own interest and bands that you loved and lyrics or whatever. Did you ever get attached to any straight edge bands? 
Did they, they help you along the way? Were you interested in any other ones? No. No. I mean, there, I've liked straight edge bands here and there, but I never like really like identify with it. Like the Earth Crisis movement, you know what I mean? When they were so big back that in the day. That was pretty big. Um, I liked Earth Crisis, but I never was like like crazy like you know into it like that. Now, before 14, any experimentation? No. None. And how old are you now? Well, don't 40. say, don't tell. Uh, a gentleman doesn't say. <laughs> so so your whole life, drug-free? Yeah. Alcohol-free? Mm-hmm. Cigarette-free? Mm-hmm. Anthony, do you hear this? It's a tough act to follow, isn't it? I've been straight edge for about No, no, no. Hey, 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 hey. Don't get fresh. This is no joke. All right? When I was 13, I did something similar. Straight edge guy beat me up over that. He was 57 at the time. <laughs> All right, so that's a long time. Anthony, what do you think of that? You know, that's, that's, you know you're not to that, this music scene and this and that. There are a lot of, you see some really young kids at these shows, though, right? It's crazy. Yeah. But they're probably angry kids. What do you think of this, this scene from a young outsider looking in? In your school... Is there any issues? Are kids using drugs? Are they drinking it or not? Not at all. Well, one kid <clears throat> who's in my class, her name was. No, oh, I spat. I spat. We're not snitches here. Just oh. say we're this girl, this broad. Uh, say this broad. Be classy. All right, this broad. She had to go to a camp because she was using a lot of drugs. Wow. At what age? Fourteen? Like how old? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh my God! It's terrible. So, she's coming back in eighth grade, so this coming year. Mm. But, yeah. Now, and did you notice something wrong with her? Yeah, she, like, would cut her wrists. Wow. Now, a lot of girls were doing it in my school. I think it was for attention. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Like, it was almost a trend. Well, do, you, uh, what, do these people come from functioning families? Did their families seem damaged? Do they have both parents? Do they? I don't have the whole story, but do, nothing seems. Do you know any of them well, or just kind of a, an observer? Uh, I know. Um, I know one well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems that she has a normal family, or. Nah. Nah, there you go, poor kid. Now, when this one comes back. If you want to experiment with making out, she'd probably be a good target for that because her <laughs> self-esteem Jesus is... Christ. What? I'm trying to... Uh, no, listen, listen. I'm serious. Uh, when this girl comes uh, back, be very nice to her. Show compassion. I know you are a nice guy, but sometimes with these people... Well, that's a joke. Come on, guys. Get off my case. But I'm serious. You got to be compassionate. You got to be nice. You know what I mean, Joe? These people kind of... You know what you mean. They just need a, like, a, a guy like Anthony... A straight-laced guy just being friendly, that's me, me, you know, that would make a difference to people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So don't, you know, never make her feel like she probably already feels like she doesn't belong. You know what I mean? That's terrible to hear that. 13 years old. Yeah, it's insane. So. There's people, people have very different lives. Yes. Okay? And you, like, First of all, having two parents, even two shitty parents, yeah, is is almost like a blessing. Mm-hmm. Just because you get to you get the perspective of a man and a woman, even if they're bad people, you get to see what a bad man and a bad woman looks yeah. like. 
So having two even parents, if they just provide the bare essentials, even then, if they're know, providing like, the bare essentials, it's a it's a bonus. Semi interested, but some <laughs> makes people, a difference. Some, some people, people don't even have that. Don't even have that, and they have. The, some people are just horribly abused from the time they are born, and they never know what love feels like, and they know they don't know what it feels like to be cared about, and they just always feel. Like they have a target on their back. Mm-hmm. They're forever. never comfortable. Never in, in comfortable. Any, so that's terrible. Thirteen years old. Man. Yeah, it was like important to me and mom that you always feel loved and that you you know that you you know whatever that people care about you. It's very important to us. So even though at some point you're gonna find him very embarrassing. Yeah, at some point I'm sure you'll be annoyed with me and you know embarrassed or whatever. See, Dad, drop me off here. No, don't go closer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's important. You you need you also need to recognize that that's how you were raised, and that not everybody was raised how you were raised. So the things that are beneficial to you, you can then pass on to other people. Yeah, always so. be nice. You know, some people like that breaks my heart, man. Little, it's a little kid. It's a kid in a in a what do you call that? Uh, rehab. That's crazy, man. Cutting their their skin up. Jesus. You know I think it's more common than you might not. You I might think, think so. I think right now, a lot of these epidemics of depression and anxiety, and they're, you know, socially they can't. I mean, some kids have a problem talking on the phone. It's like they're so disconnected from. It's serious. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Oh. I I think that social media is is harmful. To kids, it's harmful to oh, actual so, relationships. It's harmful to actual yeah. social interactions. Yeah, because you can—it's a virtual social interaction. Yeah, you're only getting the a taste of what a social interaction yeah. is on social media. But it's so convenient and so easy, and they they drug you with the the likes. Mm. You know what I mean? And the popularity contest, and it feels like. Actual interaction. I heard Instagram not. is going to stop the likes. Really? Yeah. Oh, people are going to go fucking crazy. They're going to yeah. fiend. People are going to be fiending for likes. Yeah. They, it releases something that makes like it makes you feel good. They say, but uh, that's crazy, man. Like relationships, you know, are a lot different than they used to be. You you see this show on HBO called Euphoria? No, nah. Jeez, yeah. It's kind of like about young high school people, but. Uh, so much stuff is online stuff, and it's like weird, like what these kids are into and what they get involved with, and what they see and what they end up doing is just like, man. There's like I don't want you a daughter. See it, man, age. you can see it in the world. Like these kids don't know how to talk. They don't know yeah. how to look at adults. But they, they don't put know themselves to... out there on online like crazy. Yeah, they it's show a, all of their weaknesses. It's a Anthony, totally different world, man. Never show your weakness to a stranger. Ever, Joe? Am I telling the kid the wrong thing? No, you're not. Not to a stranger. You got some problem. You go to pops. No doubt. You tell him everything. Stranger? No. They'll use it against you. Now I might sound like the crazy guy in the subway with the newspaper. Remember that guy? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling Never the truth. Never let a woman into your room. They'll use everything. She'll rob from you. <laughs> she will steal from you. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like yo, the people put themselves out there. They put all their business out there. It's crazy. And it's going to be used against you. It's just human behavior. 
People are going to file this stuff. And back in three years after you put that out, it's going to come back and haunt you. Keep your stuff private. All right? Keep your mouth shut. Zip. Oh, and straight edge. Yeah, what do you th- what do you what do you know about the straight edge movement? Is that anything? Do you know any young? You're probably not old enough for that yet. Maybe in high school, some kids might turn into that kind of. You don't know anything outside of that lifestyle, outside of what you see from your father, or have you heard of it? No, not really. Yeah, that's so. That's too bad. That's really too bad. It's a positive thing. Um, to me, it's kind of crazy going back to the how he was how uh my dad was raising me he was the first one in a line of like hundreds of people who what who weren't probably like abusive and hitting their kids you know Mm -hmm. did you ever think you were gonna get hit Mm -mm. gee you spoiled little bastard hit him joe just for saying that (laughs) now what if you did something real bad would you expect to get hit? Is there any reason you could imagine something you could do is severe enough that you would expect to get hit? Only if I hit someone, I think. You think I would hit you if you hit someone? Uh, what if... Like getting hit by me or getting hit by that person? What if you did something extremely disrespectful to your mother and then you saw your father over your shoulder? Would you be nervous that he's coming in for a blow? <laughs> No. No, wow, Joe. You're very light-handed. Yeah, I would never. What if he spit in your wife's face? I would say, what did she say? No, you would not. We know he wouldn't do that, but let's say you had a crazy kid. You know what I mean? Like, like you're lucky. This You did, a good, lucky. You did a good job, and plus, you're lucky. Because yeah. some people do a good job, and they're still, the kid is nuts. Yeah, some kids are just wired different, you know? Yeah. Um. I can't imagine it. I, it's hard. It's hard for me to like it really answer that because I just can't imagine. Yeah. Not being able to just like. Have you ever wrangle. witnessed a kid and think like I've seen kids that I want to hit. Yeah. Do, sure. Did you ever think like? <laughs> did you ever think like, wow, their parents should hit him or should hit them? Yeah. I, or you know, I, I, I'll see a situation going on and I'll be like, oh my god, I want to fucking hit that kid. He's yeah, a little fucking a little rat asshole. kid. Yeah. <laughs> but. If it was my kid, I, you know, what do I know? I don't know. I got lucky. I got lucky. Yeah. Two great kids, no, no beatings, no hittings, no. Uh, we we were able to talk everything out. And what's the worst thing Anthony ever did? Something we could talk about. What's the worst thing Anthony ever did. What did is, you uh, do? Oh, you want me? To, can I say what you did? That's yeah, cool. he's invaded. Don't look like he can. Anthony, yeah. you want to say it? Nah, he'll candy okay. coat it. Go ahead, Joe. What'd he do? Anthony pulled a chair out from under a ah! girl who was about to sit down in the chair, and he pulled the chair, and she fell on the floor. All right, well, what's the and worst he thing he did? did it twice <laughs> to two different girls, and he was warned <laughs> once, and then he did it again. So in school, like in him, for him getting yeah, in trouble in school, he got a detention he's for being a joker. I can't believe Chris is laughing and, and pushing yeah, that. That's like a joker, you know? Somehow I missed the detention, though. Like, they never called me over. For any... Now, how'd you get caught? Everybody saw it? Or the girl ratted you out? It was in the middle of a classroom. <laughs> wow. And, and he was so, trying to be funny. He's trying to like... So when he did it the first time, you don't... When he, what about when he did it the second time? I heard about it the second time. I didn't hear about it the first time. The, the, uh, the, after the second incident, the principal 
They said this is also the and, second uh, time he did this. Left a message on my phone. Wow, so, Anthony, what what made you want to do that? Like you just thought it'd be funny to see the person drop and almost get killed. <laughs> no, I, the person is nice, and I don't know. I just <laughs> saw the moment, and I didn't want to miss the window. Wow, what a guy! I like this guy. That's pretty funny, though. You gotta admit, it's a classic joke, yeah, it's but like, it's you know. Yeah. It sucks. Did they cry or anything? They didn't care, though. They didn't cry or nothing. They're just like, oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. They did cry. Oh. They cried the first time or the second time? No, afterward, like, at least the weekend after, we made up and... But what, did they cry the first time you did it? No, it was a different girl. And the, she didn't the cry. The first time, we, we were good friends and... She just laughed and uh-huh. then got back up. So then that's why you figure out, do this again. People, you yeah. know, it's almost like a flirty thing. They like it. And then the second time they didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. You got to try a different tactic. It's a it's a good first attempt. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Making contact. You got to yeah. break the ice somehow. Were <laughs> they, were they ugly girls hips. or pretty girls? Yeah. U- ugly girls or pretty? Pretty. All right. Well, listen. Here's your lesson. For now on, only do that to ugly girls. Okay. <laughs> no, don't do that to anybody. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. See, that's good. That's not even a bad thing. That's no, the worst that's thing the worst did. thing. Yeah, that's great. Jeez. Yeah. Maverick Mattis was holding people up at that age. <laughs> that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all, man. Yeah. No, like I said, I'm. I know that I'm lucky. I understand it. Yeah. You know. Does he have a girlfriend? Yeah, nothing like that. No, he's Not talking yet. on the phone all the time, but I don't know. Does he have his own cell phone? Who, yeah. Oh. Talking on the phone. iPhone? Yeah. Get him a flip phone to be safe. Only text, only talk. Could you do that? We don't want this guy online. I had a flip phone for a while. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Maybe you should go back to it. Do you monitor his phone? No. Wow. He has to ask if he wants to like install things on the phone he has to ask uh-huh. get, get permission from now he doesn't think person. that he's smarter than you does he that he can do whatever he wants with his phone because his old dad don't know how to use it uh-huh. right, i taught him how to use yeah it. but you know some of these kids they think like oh yeah oh that's how you do it yeah and they're like mm, i got this <laughs> i don't know maybe don't be don't some be mess- things are none of my business you know and do you have a certain time when he is not allowed to talk on the phone no he could talk anytime he wants yeah if you walk by his room 1 30 in the morning he's talking you don't care no, I don't care. Wow. This guy's a lenient guy. I'm not like a texting monster, though. I'll go on my phone if I'm bored. And it's usually around nighttime when I'm trying to fall asleep. I'll like go on my, the group chat and stuff. What's the latest you talk on the phone? Hmm? What would be the latest hour you would talk on the phone? After like 11 o'clock, if I got home late, I would just... Put it down and usually listen to a podcast. All right, all right. That's not bad. All right, a good kid. 11.30 is the max. You can't be on after 11.30. Fair? He's, he's usually asleep by then anyway, so that's not a problem. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. He's Learning a lot a, about children. Learning a lot. He's a good kid. And there's a lot of kids that are... Rotten bastards. Rotten kids. <laughs> and there's a lot of kids who are good kids that are not noticed... Mm-hmm. You know, overlooked good kids. 
that some kids that could be gets, could get scooped potentially up. be good. All they need is one little thing, and they're not getting it. You get scooped up by the wrong influence. A good kid can turn into a shitty kid. You know. Yeah, that's the a lot key. Of, a lot of vo- uh, variables out there. You know, in raising kids, it's it's around the teen years is where he will start getting more influence outside of the home than he's getting from in the home. Yeah, and it's almost, it's natural. Like, you want of that. Of course, yeah. Like, you, you need it to happen. You need that. But you also want to, in my opinion, monitor it because if that influence is from the wrong click, things can get crazy sick. You heard, Chrissy? Very true. <laughs> Very true. So, you know, you want him hanging out with other good people. Yeah. You know, Anthony just decided recently that he wants to play basketball. And he never played basketball before. You watch it? Yeah. So Is that why you're interested, watching? Oh, no, wait. Why did you... When did you decide? Was it from watching it or something? Oh, no. You know what? It, okay. Well, for a while, he had been wanting me to play basketball. <clears throat> and he got like got me a hoop, and I never used it. And then after, a, like, maybe two months ago... We were down in North Carolina playing yeah. with Kira. And it was a half court game, and it was fun. And I figured that I I would try it out, and if I don't like it, I would just stop. But I like it, so I'm keep I'm still playing, trying to get better. Mm, all right. Yeah. It was crazy though, like learning like a brand new thing, like you know. Yeah. It's. it's I always like a- loved playing basketball. I never played on a school team. I tried out. I remember trying out, but uh, I didn't make it. He's. He's learning a lot, so yeah, he's definitely like behind where the other kids on his team are. You know? We used to play for hours and hours. It is fun, right? It's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, just fun. running around running. until like somebody really good comes in and makes you like, yeah, well, you get out of here and let us go back to playing. <laughs> you show off. Remember Carl? Carl Weinbreck would do his do turnarounds and dances. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'll tackle you in the middle of your dribble. We used to play rough, right? Play rough. How about our football? Our late night four a.m. football on the oh, street. Man. When we, yeah, when in we lived in that apartment street. over the refrigeration place, wow, we used to play street ball. Remember that like big brick building right next to it was the out of bounds. So <laughs> if you go crashing into the brick building, you're out of bounds. <laughs> that was fun, man. That was fun. <sighs> those are the days where we didn't need sleep. <sighs> Still can't sleep. Back though. in those years, mm-hmm. I better start learning how to sleep. All right, what else we got? I think that's all the questions I had. And uh, it's Friday. No, it's, it's Thursday. It's going to be Friday. Tomorrow soon. the festival starts. We can't wait to go. We play Saturday, and we'll come back. We'll pop up after the show. We'll talk about it. And uh, same we'll old recap. Shit. Nothing else to talk about. Not, no big, uh, no big uh, situation. Joe, you see that boxer that died? What boxer died? Oh, yeah, he got hit by a car? No. he was. Uh, there's a video of his trainer saying, let me stop the fight. You didn't see that? No, no, no. Yeah, it's crazy. His his train's like begging him, please let me stop this. Please, please. And the guy didn't want to stop. Then the trainer finally threw in the towel. And then later that night, the guy died. Brain oh, hemorrhage. man, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were talking about um, uh, Pernell Whitaker. Oh, wow. He was one of the best. Yeah. Yeah, he died. He was not from boxing, but yeah, he died. He wasn't that old. No, he was in his 50s. Yeah, but yo, do you know about him? Yeah, he was fucking awesome. Guy was like textbook you can't hit me style boxer you know yeah. what I mean yeah he was really good yeah at any time you could peace out there ain't no doubt so always be nice 
Cause life's a roll of the dice. Yeah, boy. Damn, I should have been a rapper. All right, That's anything great. else? We good? Nah, I wanted to end it right there. That was perfect. Uh, that was We outy. Post America Podcast at gmail.com. Post America Podcast on Instagram. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker. Who the fuck you think you in? This is Post America. You ain't shit, motherfucker. Oh,